Howdy, Heather here, and welcome to the second episode of I Hate This Show. Before we get started, dear listener, here's what I want you to know. You're about to find out a bit on what Morgan and I have been up to in the past six months, what we've been watching, how we go about starting and stopping a show, my fear of targeted ads and Morgan's love of them, and we finish off with a very revealing BuzzFeed quiz. Also, just to note, you're about to hear my I-just-woke-up voice because we recorded this at 5 in the morning my time. You'll hear why Morgan and I are on a 7-hour time difference in the first few minutes. So, here it is, and I hope you enjoy. Well, hey, Morgan. Hey, Heather. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. It's pretty early here. <laughs> How about oh, for yeah. you? That's, it's pretty late here. That's I feel great. like we've taken a, a six-month hiatus. We're rejuvenated. We refreshed. Are. Did a couple face masks in the meantime. Yeah, only two. You know. oh, only two in six months? Yeah, I gotta conserve. Ah, I understand. Well, well, what well have where you been... are you? No, you go for it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is what happens when you take a six-month break from <laughs> one podcast. And it's five in the morning where I am and 10, 10.30 at night where you are. Yeah, you know, it's, it's what it is. The grind doesn't stop. No, ma'am. No, ma'am, it does not. Well... What have you been up to, Morgan, for the past six months? Well, you know what I have not been up to? Watching the X-Files. Oh. <laughs> I think the last time we recorded was the last time I had watched an episode. Um, so I've really fallen behind the you know, whole intent mm. of this. But, you know, I, I'm picking it back up. I've been uh, going to concerts. Saw Jimmy Eat World and Death Cab for Cutie recently. Oh, heck yeah. So, you know, living my best concert life. Uh, what else have I done? I don't really know. You could tell the public how you are now a certified pretty ass. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I am a certified uh, pretty ass if I do say so myself. But also an, a, another uh, CPA we can leave that up to interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been doing? Well, you know, I liked Alien so much, I decided to become one. And oh, I, moved, <laughs> I moved abroad to France. Wee, wee, wee. Been eating a lot of bread and cheese. Um, and I've just truly been here since the last, you know, since the last time we recorded that podcast, I had moving boxes everywhere. It was a mess, but we're like, we're going to get it done. And we did. And now we're here recording right before I leave. I'll be back in the States here um, by the end of the month. So both looking forward to that and dreading it, mostly dreading it. But that means I've had a good time here. That's all. Yeah, that's good. What would you say was your most favorite experience from living abroad? Ooh. Oh, you know, that's a big question. Um, I think the obvious answer is the food and, and like French food really just is better, but it's seeing the food culture that they have. So France, you know, they're known for being French. I don't, I won't get into the specifics, but (laughs) I could make, I could make this a French appreciation podcast, but I won't. Okay. But I won't. Fair, fair. Um, they handle food differently. And when you eat, 
you actually sit down to eat. Like you take a couple hours and a meal is an experience. I think a lot of the times in America, we look at food as just like, please get it out of the way. It's annoying. It's wasting my time. No, the French live to eat, eat to live. And there's just like no rush. That's my favorite part. Wow, that sounds like a great experience. It's been pretty I feel like I just shovel food in my mouth and call it good, so could yeah. not imagine. <laughs> well, being a corporate profile American, CPA, it's <laughs> exactly what you're going to do. We're just going to find any way to use the letter CPA other than the actual certification. I think that makes it more fun. I can handle that. Well, so you haven't watched any of the X-Files. What have you been watching? So um, I have this issue where I start several TV shows and never make it past like the first season or maybe the first like few seasons because I have a very short attention span when it comes to television. Uh, Recently, I attempted to start watching Yellowstone and I made it to episode six and then gave up. So, you know... I, it says nothing about the show. It just says that I could not pay attention for long enough. I think the first episode is like an hour and a half, and that's a movie. So mm. <laughs> could not could not do that. Um, I have been watching some movies, though. Uh, recently, I saw Fresh on Hulu. Um, that kept me up several nights, but uh, made me a Sebastian Stan stan. So oh, I think... Honestly, what more could you ask for? Have you seen Fresh? I have, and I also think that it was just such a good movie. I wasn't expecting it to be... um, Because I knew that it was a horror film. I wasn't expecting it to turn out like it did. The sort of girl boss empowerment movie that it was by by the end. I can say that without giving any spoilers. But also just the pace of the movie. The lot of really close in zoom shots. Um... I felt like that was a movie made with the audience in mind. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, for sure. I feel like also it made me terrified to ever talk to any person in a grocery store. And that also does not give anything away because that's probably within the first like 10 minutes of the film. Yeah. But also the the tone shift. It very much like introduces itself as a completely different genre if you didn't read anything or watch anything related to the movie going into it, you would probably assume it was a rom-com, uh, dating, kind of happy-go-lucky movie. And then there's just this like color shift, this tone change, and it just goes like 180, and you're on the edge of your seat the entire rest of the movie. Mm. Yeah, they do the... Don't they introduce the title? I think it's like 15 or 20 minutes in, so you don't even yes. get the like fresh across the street the screen screen until we're like set into it and we know so we know the two main characters two three main characters already by then okay so i want to ask you about yellow yellowstone real quick just in like talking about tv at large do you think it's something once again maybe not commenting on the show but do you think this is something in yourself that you want to have multiple ones Maybe as like a backup show. So if like Yellowstone, you want to drop one, you still got something else to look forward to. I feel like I just find myself 
having to be in the mood for particular shows. Like there, my roommate, um, which also told me an aside real quick. My roommate told me that I have to give new girl some credit because in the episode that we filmed or recorded six months ago, I had some new girl slander and I would just like to, to right my wrongs. And that new girl is a good show. It's an enjoyable show. It just is, it by no means the same kind of show that the X-Files is. Anyways, back to my other point. Morgan has to be safer on the people who live with her. Yes. But you, don't, my, you don't understand that her roommate's a bodybuilder. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. But my, um, th- the thing with Yellowstone is that my roommate, uh, who told me to defend New Girl, uh, also really enjoys Yellowstone and enjoys just binge watching any show. Like she will start one show and watch it through the end, uh, and not watch other shows, not watch other movies. Like she has to continue that one show until she's done. So very much a binge watcher and can't go and jump around a bunch of different shows unless it's a, a show like Friends or New Girl that we just kind of have on as noise in the background a lot of times. Hmm. Um, where I find myself more of the casual watcher and I enjoy, I find myself enjoying movies, honestly, probably more just because they're quick. I can get the whole synopsis of the whole story within, you know, two, three hours where a TV show might take, you know, several hours or several weeks to finish. Um, I also find that I enjoy shows that you know can grab my attention but also can be easy watching Mm -hmm. so right now i'm watching a lot of below deck on bravo (laughs) it's all about people who work on yachts and their life uh, living on a yacht as either a deckhand or a stewardess or the captain um i've never heard of that show oh it's so good highly recommend it by no means quality television (laughs) but it is good easy watching um, semi-scripted reality, most like like most every Bravo Kardashian type show, um, but really is good, like easy watching. So I find myself gravitating towards that as something I could potentially watch long term. Where a lot of the darker, deeper shows, it's it's hard to keep my attention. Um, but mm. that's just kind of what I've seen. I but you know you saying that you're someone that doesn't really genuinely enjoy tv i feel like you've been watching some more tv recently i've been branching out and i'm gonna be interested as we go along to uncover like what part of our personality makes that up like the way we consume media tv movies music etc etc because you and i have similar music tastes for sure um but no i'm the opposite with movies and tv so i don't like watching multiple shows at once it's rare that I will start watching something, but you're right. It's actually been since I've been here, I've watched Twin Peaks in the last six months. I got really into Twin Peaks. It was um, both as like, well, I'm abroad, but I, you know, COVID restrictions, I still couldn't go outside a lot. I was with a friend in Germany at the time. And so I was like, well, this is about to come off Hulu and a lot of X-Files fans watch it and loved it got super into it, was definitely my type of show. I, I just, can I say that I still like the X-Files better? I'll just put that out there. Uh, that's, that's fine. And then that's I fair. did just finish, um, there's one in French I started watching just because to practice French. And then, 
uh, goodness, what was the Oh, Midnight Mass. I literally finished that this weekend. It's <laughs> really quick. Um, but my, to bring it back to the like, okay, how we watch what we watch. I wonder, this is just a guess. We'll, we'll figure it out as we go along. I'm wondering if it's my, like, because I get so emotionally invested in things that I can't just casually watch something or just let myself pick something up and drop it off. Um, I see them a lot like books, and even with books, if I if it's interesting enough for me to pick it up, I'm going to try to push through. But with TV, especially just like, it's way more immersive than a book, besides, you know, the imagination part. I'm not having to put in that effort. Um, if I pick something up and then drop out of it, that little bit of that world is still in me, you know? I may have only watched, like, three, four episodes and then called it quits, but there's still, like, a little hanging question mark of, like, okay, but where does this end up? That storyline's unfinished. And that kind of bugs me more than it probably bugs you. Yes, I, I think... It's funny that you mentioned books because I actually have found myself that if I get looped into the first book and a series, I have to finish them if they're all published. Like I will power through and read up until 3, 4 a.m. just to try to get the book and the story completed because it just, I feel like the aspect of having to kind of build the world on my own, it's not just immediately given and full color and picture and sound like I have to have mm -hmm. some of my creativity I guess come through from the you know reading the book that I find myself wanting to power through more maybe because I kind of can immerse myself and having to think oh well you know this is the description and building off of this mm. and it's a lot more um immersive to me just because I can't focus on anything else when I'm reading too. Like I feel like now, cause we all will scroll on our phones or do something else. Like a lot of times movies and TV are on just kind of in the background. Um, and it's not something that I'm putting all my attention in, but you can't do that in a book. <laughs> you, if you do that in a book, you'll read a little bit and then realize, Oh, I did not pay attention to anything I just mm -hmm. read and have to go back and reread and reanalyze. So I find that different for me for reading. Are you reading anything right now? What are you reading? So right now, trying to think. Oh, I'm reading The People We... No, 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 no. The Beach Read. Beach Read. It's also by the author who uh, wrote The People We Met on Vacation. A lot of easy reads are my go-to. <laughs> but uh, not to to bash the author <laughs> but they are very you know kind of the rom-com in book form type books because they're also easy reading but they you know build the story they're happy there's a lot of the the tropes you see of like oh the enemy to lover mm -hmm. kind of uh, what's gonna happen next with the the romance aspect um I, I did also just read pride and prejudice for the first time and really enjoyed that. So I, I, I mix in some classics. How long did it take well. you to get through Pride and Prejudice? Um, pretty quick, just because I had recently watched the movie mm. and I kind of obviously knew like bits and pieces of what's, what's happening, but um, I was determined to read it and mark it as something I had oh, read. You're a better <laughs> person than me. I am 
basically a fancy English, I'm like the equivalent of a very fancy English major, and it still took me months to get through that book. <laughs> I couldn't do it. And I love the movie, the 2005 with Kiera Knightley. Uh, yes. One of my favorite mo- top 10 movies. Um, such, you know, just hits me in, in all my little girly feels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it took me forever to get through the book. But, okay, reading movies, TV, I think it's just so interesting. I'm a little scared by the, you know, we're going to get a couple episodes in and people are going to have us profiled. (laughs) I am, Google's going to be listening to this and my, their targeted ad search is just going to be like, yes. (laughs) There, I know. I feel like maybe I'll get some great recommended um, products on Instagram. Honestly, the more you just speak into a microphone online, maybe... It'll just help me get better ads. You want better ads? I mean, I don't want bad ads. And if I'm going to have to add ads, (laughs) then I might as well have good ads, right? No. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I I see what you're saying. My my inner nonconformist, the one that's like, yeah, trust no one, fight the future. The part that identifies with that little conspiracy theorist um, part of the X-Files is just like, oh, I'm just a number in the system. <laughs> well, now now they're going to really have you pegged, but maybe not for a positive thing. <laughs> you know what? That's fine. If they want to give me more advertisements for weird psychological dramas with mysterious vampires or things in the forest or in aliens, try. I, would, I think I might be impressed at that point. Yes. But, you know, all that to be said, even though I am still on the same episode I was on six months ago, I do plan to pick it back up and start watching this week. Yeah. Um, circling back. But that happens a lot, too. I think when I first watched The Handmaid's Tale, which I briefly mentioned last episode that I really enjoy, I watched the first season and then the first episode of the second season, and then stopped True to Nature. And then Mm -hmm. several months later, I think right before the third season came out, I picked it back up and found Steam again. But they just kind of come in through rotation. Hmm. You know, if we were a spiritual enlightenment podcast, I think this is the point where it'd be like, that's just so great that you listen to your phases and your energy. Respect your inner voice when it comes to these decisions in your life because it's a big decision what tv you're gonna watch i think my inner voice i don't know what it would tell me to do usually it tells me to buy concert tickets like two days before it's happening Mm. (laughs) and i also think like my like i enjoy television i enjoy movies but I find myself, if it's a Saturday or Sunday when I'm off of work and all I have to do is, like, watch TV, it's so boring to me. Like, I would so much rather, like, go out and about and do something Mm -hmm. than, like, spend the whole day just watching something. Um, Where I did find, like, myself, like, I know in high school, I used to go to Discount Movie Tuesdays during the summers where, like, a a $15 movie would be $5 for, like, Tuesdays only. Oh, that's cool. It was so cool, and I watched so many movies because of that, but I I need to get back into it. I think COVID really, you know, obviously put a halt to a lot of things, and my movie watching was was one of those. Yeah, and so many movies got pushed back. 
I remember the, fr- the French Dispatch was originally supposed to come out, what, July 2019, 2020, and then didn't get, only barely got released 2021, right? Yes, yes. I'm- and a lot of go- are going straight to streaming services now, um, or they're, they're having them be released in theaters alongside a streaming option. So mm-hmm. I feel like the act of like just going to the movie theater is becoming obsolete in a sense. Oh, I hope... I don't want to. I enjoy going to the theater. It's not an every weekend thing, but it isn't... It's just such a good experience. Which is, you know, watching these 90s TV shows, like watching Twin Peaks, but especially with The X-Files, something that ran for so many seasons in the 90s, we are totally missing out on what the, the OG fans went through we bow to you oh oh you oh you who suffered before us um and just waiting week to week and then waiting between seasons to see what's going to happen next wait we don't get that with streaming services which is detrimental to us it's better for getting a show out of the way but um yeah the og fans the OG fans of the X-Files had to suffer before us. We we stand on the shoulders of giants because they had such a much more immersive experience than us in that way. Because you had to make sure that your week aligned. You had to make sure your week aligned so that your butt was in your couch, in your couch seat or on the chair, wherever you're going to watch it. Because there was no recording. You missed it. You missed it. You'd have to maybe, you know, open up your manila brick of a t- computer back then, type, go into Internet Explorer, and see what the fans were saying if you missed something. And I, yeah. I, yeah, I think we miss some immersiveness with that. We definitely lose patience. It's, in our, I, for sure, in a way that's detrimental to us. Yeah, we can say we get through a show, but... Why do we say that we get through a show? Is it an accomplishment? Like, yeah, I sat down and just watched the show all the way through. Look at me go. It is that sense of accomplishment. When I finished Midnight Mass this weekend, I was like, yeah, I finished it. I did it. But but what did I do then sit here and maybe not passively, but I consumed someone else's story, someone who, a whole team, a whole probably like, fleet of people it took to put something together and i just sat here with my cat and you know stared at the screen not blinking i don't it is it, it is interesting that whenever we finish tv shows or finish binge watching something like people are like oh like how was it what was that experience like like it's very much a like not a congratulatory response, but almost like, oh, wow, you made it through. Like, you know, when all we're doing, like you said, is just sitting there consuming media for like hours on end, I which know. I think can be like very um, interesting to think about. Like you said, of I remember my mom told me that um, she was a big Friends fan and she would always make sure her schedule aligned to where she could catch that week's episode. Because especially when you end on the, the cliffhangers that these shows end on, um, like you're having to wake a whole another week for an episode. Mm-hmm. If you miss it, like maybe you can catch a rerun, um, but it probably won't even be until later on. 
So, you know, and in the 90s, you don't have all the search engines that we have even in the early 2000s. You don't have nearly as many TV shows. No. And you don't have a lot of ways to really find out what happened other than word of mouth or just like other recap shows. Um, so it's very interesting to think about how that has changed. I know. Well, then what do we do about it in the meantime? Because we're not going to stop sitting down and watching TV. Like there's clearly movies, TV, whatever it is. Um, I keep, I keep coming back to this idea of like, man, it took all these people to build just what goes on my screen. Um, takes so much more time than it does for me to sit here and consume it. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you or myself or anyone else to completely stop watching TV. Some people would. If you take that stance, um, I know someone here in France who does not own a TV, doesn't watch any TV shows if she's feeling the need to zone out. She will get on YouTube and watch like comedy or something like she just doesn't that is her that is kind of her place in life she does not believe in just mindly mindlessly consuming things and while we can say we're not mindlessly consuming um this is just one extra step she takes to prevent that from happening for herself and her family so what do we do in the meantime some people think it's super bad i don't think it's i'm not over here thinking it's the best thing in the world but I'm also definitely going to watch more X-Files, rewatch the Twin Peaks sometimes, and use these as my comfort shows, or whatever else. You know, I don't even think I'm going somewhere with this. I think I'm just bringing up different different perspectives. <laughs> but you know what I think this is a great segue for? What is it? A BuzzFeed quiz. <gasps> a BuzzFeed quiz? Yeah, so in my research of probably approximately th- three minutes of Google searching... I have found the ultimate BuzzFeed quiz that we shall take together as a close to our episode. What's it about? Um, So the title says, travel back in time and we'll tell you which sci-fi franchise you belong in. Yes. So on brand, on theme, um, I have no idea what the results will be. But we'll we'll go through this journey together. Okay, do do you want me to answer the questions or we go through it together? Um, how about we switch off and okay. then we'll find our joint ultimate sci-fi franchise. Our sci-fi franchise baby. Wow. <laughs> what will it be? <laughs> okay. Okay. Hit me, Morgan. Okay. Let's go. Okay. So you will answer the, this question. Um, first, pick an iconic time machine. And our four options are the DeLorean from Back to the Future, TARDIS from Doctor Who, Time Turner from... Harry Potter in Bill and Ted's phone booth and Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. I have never once seen Bill and Ted, but that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I would have not pegged. Didn't you say you were a big you're Doctor right. Who fan? Uh, t- Tardis. Wow. Do I stay? Do I stay true to my roots? No, I, you're right. You, no. get, you get that one answer. Okay, in Bill and Ted. <laughs> oh, the Bill and Ted ones just—it's—it's it's very oh, out there exactly. considering the other options. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Okay, <laughs> my uh, my question will be, uh, how far back are you traveling? Uh, option one is ancient times. Two is sometime in the past few decades. Three, the swing in 60s. Or four, the early 1900s. So I've explained this to my parents before when we've talked about 
if we could live in any time where we would live. And because women had very few rights uh, up until very recently, I'm going to pick something more recent. <laughs> uh, and I would say sometime in the past few decades. Okay, very, very, str- very strong minded of you. I appreciate that. Okay, next one. Um, so who are you most excited about meeting? A, a famous leader. B, a renowned inventor. C, a legendary entertainer. Or D, my parents and their youth. <laughs> <laughs> that one's out there. And I I don't know if I want to meet my parents in their youth. What for? They were living their life. There's a reason I wasn't born yet. Um, let's, I want to go with a famous inventor. Okay, perfect, perfect. I feel like that would be my kind of person to just hang out with. Fair. I could see, I could see that. So next, uh, where are we stopping for a break? We have a Wild West saloon, a 50s diner, an 80s shopping mall, or a medieval castle? I really, you know, the saloon has uh, drawn me in. Okay. So I'm going to go to the Wild West. So if you're paying attention to the story so far, as we go a couple decades back in our Bill and Ted phone booth <laughs> to meet an invest- in, in, uh, a famous inventor. inventor. In a Wild West saloon. In a saloon. Um, okay, now pick a modern invention. Uh, so we have the internet, a Segway, wireless earphones, or 3D printing. <laughs> the internet. Okay. <laughs> I was really hoping for the segue. <laughs> but but it's okay. Um, now, time to visit the future. What are you most excited about? Meeting my descendants, discovering new technology, seeing how I've changed, or I don't want to know about my future? <laughs> um, I would say meeting my descendants. Really? Interesting to see what happened after me okay but what if you create a time warp and you meet your descendants and you're like never mind i'll just go i'm not to the wild west saloon easy enough yeah but what if you decide not to have descendants after you meet them that, that kind of ruins the whole point you know that's that's a, a theological question we'll uh, unpack later we'll unpack <laughs> later okay <laughs> there uh what is your biggest concern about the future Living an unfulfilled life, a robot uprising, Earth becoming uninhabitable, or nothing. We already live in a dystopian reality. Um, unfulfilled life. Unfulfilled. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. And then finally, oh, what is your opinion on time travel? It's not something to be messed with. Amazing. It could save lives. It sounds fun, but could be dangerous. Highly illogical. It would never happen. Um... I would have to say it sounds fun, but could be dangerous. And uh, drum roll, please. You cannot hear that. Oh. (laughs) Perfect. And Star Wars. No. (laughs) I don't know how Bill and Ted's excellent adventure led us to Star Wars, but it did. It was probably that phone booth. Your listener, I have seen maybe one star wars movie oh they're so good i just never let got the into hate, it let the hate come in for you that's fine i got into star trek <laughs> i definitely had like oh, an yes. original i definitely had an og star trek phase um that was enjoyable i remember high school i painted my senior parking lot with like the big um captain insignia just because i just because i could man that was so long ago okay well this is good to know. 
Um, I think we're just about, once again, we're at the time we wanted to be. Yeah. We're sitting pretty here. Wow. This has been good catching up with you. Yeah. We get to see a bit where our TV is and where we're at in these little past six months. Um, I think we'll be able to do... I think we'll be able... We'll see. I won't I won't make any predictions. We'll see how this goes. But you've, you've um, gotten some retribution. Not retribution, but you've recorded... You've apologized for on behalf of the new go- new girl TV series. I really prefer it to be now- pronounced as new girl. New girl. <laughs> girl. I can't do it. I can't do that. <laughs> I- I'm embarrassed. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Okay, sweet. Well, next time we meet, you're gonna have watched at least one more episode of the X Files. Yes. Or something, and then on that one, we'll dive in a bit more deep. We'll get we'll get a bit more media, life, culture, existentialism. What are we doing it all for? Big questions. But yes, thank you for finding that quiz. That was <laughs> that was a joy. I thought it was a good good add in. It was. I can see the mixture of our personalities and TV watching resulting in Star Wars. So. Okay, well, Morgan, until next time. I wish you a great day on the other side of the world. Thank you. I'll keep I'll keep the other side of the pond. Um I'll I'll keep him honest over here. <laughs> All great. right. Bye. Bye.